The next day, that is the day after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember what that imposter said while he was still alive. After three days, I will rise again. Therefore, command that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may go and steal him away and tell the people he has been raised from the dead. And the last deception would be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone. The word of the Lord. Thanks be Please pray with me. Dear Father in heaven, we come before you once again and ask you to be here with us this morning, and we trust that you are here. May my words be your words and all of our thoughts your thoughts. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I thought that I would... Um, raise my intellectual level a little bit with you this morning and, and not go with a film reference. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to read you part of a poem. Very much more intellectual than a film, a poem. This poem is called The God That Failed. This is how part of this poem goes, The God That Failed. Pride you took, pride you feel. Pride that you felt when you'd kneel. Not the word, not the love, not what you thought from above. I see faith in your eyes. Never you hear the discouraging lies. I hear faith in your cries. Broken is the promise. Betrayal. The healing hand held back by the deepened nail. Follow the God that failed. Find your peace, find your say, find the smooth road on your way. Trust you gave a child to save, left you cold, and him in grave. It feeds, it grows, it clouds all that you will know. Deceit, deceive, decide just what you believe. I see faith in your eyes. Never you hear the discouraging lies. I hear faith in your cries. Broken is the promise. Betrayal. The healing hand held back by the deepened nail. Follow the God that failed. Um, Perhaps some of you will have recognize that. It's not nearly as intellectual as I pretended. That's an old Metallica song, um, because that's all I've got for you today. Um, That's as intellectual as I get, an old Metallica song. But today, on what we call Holy Saturday, we deal with the situation that this poem, this song, is all about. A situation that typifies our lives every day. Yesterday, Jesus died. Tomorrow, he said he's going to rise again, but we sometimes have trouble believing that could be true. But today, 
He's just dead. Saturday, he's dead. Saturday, he's looking like the God that failed. We've just read through a series of Old Testament scriptures that are designed to show us one thing. That our God does not fail. That our God has not failed. We trace some of his saving acts through history, including Noah and his family saved from the flood. Isaac being saved from the sacrificial hand of Abraham. But if you look closer at the readings, you can see where Metallica might have gotten the idea that we're following a God that failed. First, we read the story of creation. The Lord in his graciousness created us in his own image. But we stop, we stop that reading right before God kicks us out of the Garden of Eden. Then we read the story of Noah and the ark, where the Lord in his graciousness saves Noah and his family from the great flood that he himself sent. Then we read about how the Lord in his graciousness saves Isaac from the hand of Abraham after God told Abraham to sacrifice him. It can seem like God's saving acts in history basically boil down to him getting his people out of the problems that he put them into. And now he's made this last effort that we're tracking through Holy Week, his final attempt to save the world. And it seems on Saturday that it has not gone well. Jesus has been delivered into the hands of men who have ordered his execution. And yesterday, they actually followed through with it. Today we wake up, and Jesus is dead. And so we find ourselves, as those first century disciples must have, and as we often feel every day, we find ourselves in this sort of weird standoff with God. It's a perfectly appropriate Holy Saturday sort of standoff. We're here. We believe in this whole Jesus thing. We came to church at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning, for goodness sake. But we're not sure if we're crazy. We're not sure if it really applies to us. A few years ago, I got a phone call on Holy Saturday night from a member of the choir at the church I was serving at the time, and he was calling to tell me that he was stuck in another city and wasn't going to be able to get back to church in time to sing in the service on Easter morning. And his last words to me were, Alleluia, he is risen, but I am stranded. (laughs) And isn't this exactly how we all feel most of the time? Alleluia, he is risen, but I am stranded. What does this Jesus thing actually do for us? Jesus seems like a good enough guy who lived a long time ago, said some pretty groovy things, and then died. Holy Saturday 
today stands, it seems, between the two ways we often think of God. The strange and angry and hard-to-know Almighty God who might allow his son to be crucified or might ask Abraham to sacrifice his son or send a flood to wipe out the entire world. And on the other hand, the loving, merciful God who raises his son from the dead, assuring the world of the same kind of resurrection. We talk at this church a lot about judgment and love and law and gospel and critique and acceptance. And today, Holy Saturday comes right between those two things. It's right where those two words of God meet. The reason that today is the day that is most emblematic of our whole lives is that when the law, the rules, meet the good news, the gospel, when the death meets the life, it can seem to us that the law wins. It can seem to us that death wins. That's what today feels like. When in your life, critique and acceptance Meet? Doesn't it seem to you that critique has more power? This is what our lives feel like. The theological phrase for this is that we live life under the law, quote unquote. And it just means that we every day feel subject to judgment and critique. We feel like we are under a rule, a standard, and this standard oppresses us. Last night, in church, when we read the story of Jesus' crucifixion, we read that when Pilate was trying to release Jesus to the Jews because he found no fault in him, the Jews said, we have a law. And according to that law, he ought to die because he has claimed to be the Son of God. Today, the day between, that law seems to have triumphed because today Jesus seems to be dead. For us, the fear that the laws of our lives have triumphed is almost too much to take. The provider for your family that you ought to be triumphing over the provider that you actually are. The parent you had hoped to be triumphing over the parent that you actually are, the lover that you wish you were, destroying the lover that you actually are. Today is the day when those fears become real. The fears that we all live with 365 days a year come closest to our consciousness today. Because if we're following a God that failed, We don't have any hope. If Jesus is dead, there's no hope for you. The laws that threaten you, the standards that you're trying to live up to will just continue to oppress you because there can be no forgiveness if Jesus stays in the tomb. We might think of today, Saturday, the day between, as 
the day to imagine life as it might be without Christ. Imagine the pressures of that, that ought, the you you ought to be, the son, the father, the brother, the lover, the employee, the boss, the child you ought to be, but without hope. Now, I'm not going to stand here and tell you that Christ takes those feelings of inferiority and inability away from you. But if he rises again tomorrow, he does take away the actuality of the failure. There is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus if he rises on Sunday. If he doesn't rise, he can't stand in your place and say, I'm the father you failed to be. I'm the husband you failed to be. I'm the boss, the employee, the child you couldn't live up to. If he doesn't rise, we can't get out of the situations we find ourselves in. If he doesn't rise, he truly is the God that failed. But that's tomorrow. Today, we wait. Today, we hope. Today, we pray. But I'll see you tomorrow morning. Amen. Amen. Amen.